Hi, I'm Albion Lyons. And I'm Doug Weiss. And welcome to Love Life. Well, we have a topic from our audience today, Douglas, that really speaks to uh, the one occupation that so many of us share in common worldwide at that, be you man or woman, younger or older. It's something that almost all of us almost have done or been connected to in some form or fashion, and it is parenthood. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's the most underpaid, underappreciated. And unskilled, <laughs> uh, as a psychology professor of mine once said. <laughs> Occupations that are 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and there's no end in sight. So our audience really wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, how do you get this thing right? And obviously, there's no perfect way to do it. But, you know, when it comes to raising resilient children, and uh, what we can do to ensure that they become healthy emotionally, and, and um, spiritually, and intellectually, and the list goes on and on to become secure adults, are there more effective ways to do it? Do you have to always do the good cop, bad cop thing? And a two parent household is are there are there ways to ensure that you are you know having your kids toe that line but for it to be a little less messy and a lot more effective so they want to know what we think about that so Douglas what are your thoughts about the parent the parental frontier yeah it's been a long time since (laughs) I've been in that mode but uh, I I do think that there are two I have two reactions first that that um, Placing yourself in a kind of binary relationship, um, whether that's with your children or anybody else, is is never a terrific idea, because life isn't like that. It isn't black and white. It isn't good cop, bad cop. It isn't right, wrong. Um, there are so many shades in between that of um, gray. You know, to elect uh, uh, one pole or the other is is um, unproductive. Um, the other. Uh, instant reaction I have is, and this is one, frankly, as a younger uh, man, I, I'm not sure that I would have embraced this, but, but I have a different perspective today. And that is to understand that, that human beings and children uh, uh, in particular are far more resilient than we give them credit for mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that they're not fragile and that you can't do harm. You certainly can. Absolutely. Um, but uh, uh, I, I think that there's there's a lot of overparenting that goes on, as well as underparenting that goes on in the world today. People okay. who are not sufficiently invested in their children, or people who are so overinvested in their children <laughs> that their children never get to be children; they get mm-hmm. to be adults from mm-hmm. from birth. Mm-hmm. And and neither of those is a strategy, I think, for raising emotionally whole, capable human beings. Indeed. Oh, my turn? <laughs> I was so enjoying well, You're that. the expert in the room. I, you know, uh, I'm, uh, and you're closer to, to, to the parenting to the experience. experience. Yeah, because I'm still uh, doing know, it with I'm, a teenager I'm, at I'm home. I'm now in the <laughs> grandparenting experience. I, I, I get it. I, I would totally agree. And I think that there are ways in which we can do parenting a little bit more effective. I was sitting down with a mom the other day. And, and as I said, 
when we open this that it doesn't ever end you know like there's there are evolutions of what parenting looks like you know we go from sort of the supervisor in our kids lives where we're you know right over their shoulder you know we're managing everything that they're doing we're making sure that they know how to do a b c and d kind of thing and then as our kids get a little bit older we kind of move to a managerial role where as long as they know what's going on you know we're just kind of making sure that we are meeting the appropriate benchmarks and we're checking in if their correction is necessary we step in to do that but then when our kids become young adults and then into adulthood we become consultants inside of their lives Mm. that it is more by invitation only it is not for us to just step in and tell them what they should be doing as tempting as it is we it often creates resentment for adult children to be treated as if they are baby children Um, but it's not to say that they still don't need us you know as they're anchoring but they need us in a different kind of way and much like the consultant you know I call you in because I recognize that there's something that I want to achieve that I'm not achieving right now and there seems to be a gap between where I am and where I want to be and I'm hoping that you can be the source through which I can navigate that distance in between. Mm -hmm. And as I was chatting with her about sort of the evolution, she has an adult daughter. um, We were discussing the fact that she was like, you know, I am trying to figure out how to help her get back on her feet and to, to get this thing right. And, you know, she's, she's a grown up. she's in her thirties. And, and I thought by now we've kind of, we'd kind of have it. And, and I was saying to her that, It's how we talk about the things that aren't working for our kids that makes a world of a difference. And we're never going to get it perfect. But there's a difference between um, what I call anchor parenting and atmospheric or air parenting. I was like, if you... If you parent as an anchor, then what you typically will be doing is pointing out what's happening and tying your kid to the thing that's happening. And if I use something simple like, look, you're supposed to take out the trash. You never take out the trash. You know, I can't count on you to do this, that and the other and so on and so forth. And it's true. They're not taking out the trash and you haven't been able to count on them where that's concerned. But then there's atmospheric parenting or air parenting. And that's the conversation that says, you know, I know you are capable of being a responsible, dependable individual. And I know that one day I will get a chance to experience that. But right now, when I can't count on you to take out the trash and to be dependable where that's concerned, I realize that you are operating less than you are meant to be and who you're meant to be. And I look forward to watching you pick up that bag and walking out that front door to drop that trash off (laughs) on the curb like a responsible individual because I'm calling you up higher in that parenting rather than reminding you of all that is wrong with you in the anchoring version of that. And I said, and it works in lots of different ways. So she was applying that to her daughter and just came back to me the other day to say what a difference it made in the tone between them when her daughter was seeing her as inspirational in her correction rather than um, kind of negative or anchoring inside of that instead. So there, there are a myriad of ways to be able to communicate the tougher things where our kids are concerned that really enable them. But it's often in our approach because there's no, there are no perfect kids and there are no perfect methods. Yeah. Well, and, to state the obvious, 
none of us went through a course um, right. in how to be a parent. We, you know, <laughs> we got a license for a car. We got a- <laughs> right. Yeah. But we didn't need a license we to become decree. parents. Um, and sometimes that's not a good thing. And no instructions. There's right. no, no manual. That's right. Uh, they left it out. Uh, <laughs> we're, you know, we, it's reaction response. You know, mm-hmm. so we either become like our parents or if we think that our parents were not particularly good, then we do the things that our parents did. We, you know, we're in opposition to that, so we become the the uh, the uh, uh, response to the way we were parented. Right. And and we should broaden the definition here. I think for the benefit of our audience, you don't have to be a parent or a grandparent to be a parent. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, what do I mean by that? That that all of us are potentially and often are in fact. Models for um, our children. Um, you know, there were many uh, people, men and women, in my life as I grew up, who I looked to, right, to learn how to be an adult, right, and how they behaved, how they handled situations, how they behaved towards others. That was where I took inspiration mm-hmm. for how I could become. An adult, and I think our kids are, are learning that from a very early age. They they don't just pick up language from us, or don't just pick up habits from us. They pick up everything. They're sponges, absorbing everything that's going on around them, and trying to sort out which of those things um, should I be like? Right. What works? What doesn't work? Um, you know, in it can take one person. In a, in a in a situation to to have a profound impact, uh, even in the midst of twenty others who are quote unquote in some way parenting or modeling around for a child, negative or positive, but in general, the more positive influences that there are around a child, um, the happier, the more secure, the the more, you know the better guided that child's going to be. So we all have a responsibility. I mean, there is something to this. It takes, it takes a, a village, village to raise a child. You know, notion. Yep. Agreed. Um, you know, even if you're a casual uh, uh, person in that child's life, um, you have a role to play and can play. You don't have to necessarily do anything overt, but it's how you conduct yourself, understanding that. You're being watched. You're being observed, and that's being taken in. Whether it has a profound impact or only a little impact, only time will tell. Uh, and uh, I want to say to all those who who guided me for better or for worse, thank you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what you um, did, right? I, I didn't realize it at the time, but only in retrospect. Um, and, and even some of the people who were not friendly, mm-hmm. what, what, what I might describe as gruff or or uh, uh, difficult human beings taught me a lesson um, uh, about how to how to be successful as a human being as or an not. Adult. Yeah, you know, like just there. There's there's a say a um, term or a phrase uh, that there's more caught than taught <laughs> in parenting, and it's so true because modeling matters. And modeling is not just about the message that you are directly communicating to me, but the message that you are indirectly communicating, the stuff that I am observing of you has a great deal uh, to do with how I navigate the world, even if it is parenting in spite of you versus parenting because of you in both scenarios, you are a factor 
in yep. it. So we have to be mindful of the fact that we always have an audience when there are young people around us. Quite frankly, it's true even when there are adults around us, they, we just might not be shaping them in the same kind of way. But there's always an audience. And to be mindful of what it is that we are pouring out into our audience um, makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. And the and I, I used to always say to when I would do these parenting sessions, I would always ask people, I, I, what... What is it that your kids get when they drink of you? Mm-hmm. What are you pouring out that they're taking in? Yeah. And we have to be responsible for the dirty water that each of us can sometimes carry wow. in order to ensure that we are not making our kids toxic as a byproduct of what we mm-hmm. haven't resolved in mm-hmm. ourselves. So when we parent out of fear, when we parent out of worry, when we parent out of anger, when we parent out of frustration, it's like pouring dirty water into our kids' cup. And they're drinking from that on a daily basis. Yeah. I, I was talking to a, 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 a younger man the other day, by younger meaning mid-30s. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'd had a really difficult um, early childhood uh, up to about the age of nine. Um, mm. You know, li- literally living on the streets. Um, with you mean really difficult? Yeah, really difficult. And uh, and um, he is a, a very fine, upstanding, um, a wonderful man today. Mm. And, and I asked him, you know, how did you get that way? And there were a lot of people who helped him along the way, not least of which um, was his mother. Mm. Um, but. Uh, there was something in him that he gravitated to certain people in his life. And those people were people who stood for a certain way of living. And whether that was in uh, sports, he was very athletic, whether that was in learning to work with his hands. Um, uh, it, it was a variety of endeavors and, and people who were both related and unrelated to him. But they gave him a, a compass. Mm. Um, and that stabilized him in a way that, uh, that allowed him to see a path for himself and, and to be able to consult that internally to know when he was going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that's, those kinds of stories are so valuable because it's not in, which, which we allude to in a lot of our podcasts, it's not in the perfection, you know, that the best things often happen. It, it is still in the imperfection, but the intention around it, the intentionality inside of it, that we are responsible for ourselves and then the impact and the footprint that we leave behind. So as parents, while there's no perfect way to make it all happen, the greatest gift that we can give to our children is a healed version of ourselves. We do them the best service when we are pouring out of the best version of us into each of them because it matters. You always know the right thing <laughs> to bring these conversations to an absolute uh, uh, perfect point. Teamwork makes yeah. the dream work. Uh, <laughs> this is so much fun to be with you. And, and we want to thank Amaria and Todd and you, our audience, yes. for spending this time with us. Uh, We'll be back next week, but if you'd like to write to us and give us uh, your thoughts about this or episode, ideas, ideas, Mm -hmm. uh, you can reach us at alvin at lovelife.digital or doug at lovelife.digital. And we'll be back next week with another interesting topic. Yes, and hope you'll be back too. Thank you. Bye. Bye.